Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Good morning, everyone. Hello to those who are here in the Sanctuary Temple Beth Am on Friday morning, the first Friday of January. Hello to those joining on Zoom. Good morning, assuming it's morning to all those who are joining via Facebook Live. And hello to anyone who's listening to this on the Temple Beth Am podcast series, whenever it is that you are. Uh, we're launching our, our year um, with the same rhythm of at least once a week. This this community of people who sometimes do this all in the same room or all at the same time or at different times are saying that um, before Shabbat, which is a day of rest, we take an opportunity to enter into a different kind of rest. The phrase I use all the time, a poised, very alert, very awake rest. Uh, to try to um, anchor ourselves and meet ourselves and be okay as ourselves. I think on some level, one of the ways we can understand the entire enterprise of studying Torah as Jews and being exposed to the archetypes of the characters in the Torah is to decipher who are the characters and what are the character traits that we should be emulating and who are the characters and what are the character traits that we should be staying away from. And some of these are not just archetypes, but they're arch archetypes. For instance, Pharaoh and Moshe. Not that Moshe is perfect. Not that Pharaoh, as a human being, if we humanize him, uh, didn't have real feelings. But the Torah certainly presents them as the ones on the polar ends of how we should be arranging our own behaviors. And the first thing that we learn about the Pharaoh who's going to enslave us in Parashat Shemot comes in chapter 1, verse 8, famous verse, Vayakom melach hadash amitzrayim, asher lo yada et Yosef. That a new king rose over, jo- over Egypt, they didn't know Joseph. And famously, Rashi brings a Talmudic debate between Rab and Shmuel about whether or not he literally just didn't know. And anyone who's ever been called to task for not knowing something they didn't know knows how frustrating that is. How do you know what you don't know? It happens to me all the time. Someone is so angry that I didn't know X. But if I didn't know X, I didn't know that I didn't know X. And it's very hard to take responsibility for that. Or he pretended not to know. He feigned not knowing as a pretense to be able to wield power more mercilessly. And that not knowing, we have control. And if I extract that, I say, maybe one of the meta lessons, aside from just the storyline, the plot of our people going to slavery and then emerging from it, is that it is pharaonic on some level. It is to be like a pharaoh on some level. To pretend not to know something that you really know. And to use that not knowing, consciously or unconsciously, to make life more challenging for other people. Is that the same thing as genocide? Of course not. 
Is that the same thing as enslaving an entire people? Of course not. But we're not going to do either of those things. But it doesn't mean that we don't have some pharaoh seeds in our character. And one of the pharaoh seeds in our character that I think we are meant to efface is the pretend not knowing that makes it easier for us but uncomfortable for other people and that we should be addressing as we're thinking about improving who we are. So that's the Torah. With that in mind, and wherever it's already gone in your mind, I invite you to settle into your mind and settle into your body. If you haven't already, close your eyes. Perhaps feel a warmth coming over you, even if the room in which you are sitting might have a chill, almost as if you can sense the heat that is being generated by your cells, by the very workings of your body. Begin to feel yourself walking or entering or falling into a different zone. It might be a physical zone, so you see yourself actually moving into a different place. It might be, might be purely a spiritual zone where You're just aware that your very being is different than it was 90 seconds ago. You're in exactly the same place. Very little has changed in your immediate environment. But you are metamorphosizing. into a serene, tranquil, grounded, more fully well person. Bring your attention to your breathing. Not necessarily needing to change it but just to be aware of it, grateful for it, and maybe slowly but subtly deepening each inhalation and each exhalation so the breathing begins to take over your body in some beautiful way as if your whole body is breathing which of course it is on a cellular level can you breathe in such a way that honors that every limb is breathing every artery and vein is breathing every brain cell is breathing
to not be Pharaoh is one of our greatest spiritual obligations. To identify actions and character traits that are associated with a Pharaoh and to distance from them. We all hold on to things we pretend not to know. Each one may have its own justification or rationalization. And by not knowing or pretending to, something is a little easier for us. and therefore a little harder for someone else. Search your mind for something that you know, but at least sometimes you pretend not to know. What do you gain from that not knowing? And who loses as a result? And what would it take to be clear that you know and to act on said knowledge? Who would benefit from that? And what would it be like for that person? What would it be like for you and the other for you to move from Pharaoh to non-Pharaoh? And even this small, non-oppressive way To use what we know to help those around us rather than control them. Breathe into that obligation, that subtle transformation. that move away from Pharaoh towards a more ideal way of being.
When you're ready, you can come back to the surface. Open your eyes. Share the closing meditation prayer. We'll say it three times together. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. Say to you all, Shalom and Namaste and Shabbat Shalom. Happy New Year. See you soon. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.